All right. Well, welcome to the Power Talk podcast with Reverend Matthew DeLeon. And we have a special guest here. <laughs> and you can hear his laughter you if you know laughing. him. You love him. His name is Zachariah Duran. I'm oh, telling you. Awesome to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, buddy. Honestly, you're one of my favorite people and I love you, man. And honestly, it's a treat to have you here uh, with me on this podcast. Uh, today, Pastor Paul couldn't make it. Um, he just came back from a trip in Washington. Whole week, right? Yes, sir. Wow. Seven days. And bro, That's he, pretty intense. Yeah, bro. And he's going to share some more with us okay. on Sunday. Awesome. But uh, honestly, bro, what he experienced in the outpouring, mm. honestly, I mean, it's, it's anything just short of revival, wow. what, what he experienced in seven days. He was saying, I, I won't say too much, but... Okay. But as far as like, because I want him to, I want you to be surprised yeah, 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 a little yeah, yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. But he said that seven straight days that he was there. Seven straight days. He was prophesying, ministering. Uh, he had a word for people for seven straight days. He was meeting new people. It was always a different word for different people he was coming Whoa. in contact with. He said he's never experienced it at this level. And honestly, he's, it's so weird to say this, but he's so tenderhearted. Yeah. And that's not a disrespect to the person, you know, Pastor Paul in any step, you know, any yeah, manner. Yeah. But he's so tenderhearted to the God, right, to the things of God right now mm. that just, I just got off the phone with him an hour ago, Zach. And uh, it was powerful, buddy. Whoa. It was you powerful. You can throw it through the phone, huh? Yeah, bro. I'm <laughs> telling you. And so I, I'm sorry, listener, if, you know, Zachariah just got you know, talking in the conversation. This is how we are. We love sharing just what God's been sharing with us. But uh, we do have a topic, though. Yes. But yes. before we get into that, just you know, share a little bit about yourself, Zach. Just okay. a little yeah, bit yeah, about yeah. yourself, please. Real quick. Uh, I don't know if it's, I could say this, but yeah. can I – it'll still go if I go on my notes on yeah, the phone. Sure. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, share about myself. Uh, yes, so I've been – I'm 26. Mm-hmm. I've been uh, walking with the Lord since I was 15. Mm-hmm. So um, I had a – I grew up in a Christian home. My mom, David and Norma, in case you guys don't know who she, who they are. Um, Duran. Duran. David, Norma, Duran. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you for that. Yeah, we, growing up, yeah. coming up in that Christian home, knowing that God was the center, was the focus, knowing that he was the way, yeah. knowing that that was the path to go. Yes. Whenever I did things the opposite, yeah. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it right away. Yeah. And um, I remember about... 13, 14, 15, I started to have um, real God moments yeah. that were like, um, in a good way, like convicting. Yes. And I knew I needed to get it right. And so, yeah. um, led up to that day, I remember I was around, just before I turned 15, mm-hmm. and um, I said, you know what, Lord? I'm going to stop living in this sin, and I'm going to yeah. go after you. Yeah. And I just, I remember I immediately, I went to go work out. Yeah. And I just started reading my Bible. Yeah. And every day that became something. And, mm. and little did I know, uh, I would go to school yeah. and I'd bring my Bible and I would just ask people when I'm sitting next to them at the desk to yeah. read. Um, hey, read this passage. Hey, yeah. what do you think? And yeah. I'm already yeah. mystery and I'm literally yeah. a month in, a yeah. month, a couple months in. And so and, and, and I don't mean to stop you in there, yeah. but how, was it effortless? Did you, did you have intentions on doing this? Like how was, it, how was your approach, your thought process behind that? I think it was effortless because God was... A hundred percent making a declaration of who I was yes, now. Yes. I I once was blind, mm. now I could see. Mm. You know, and mm. all I wanted to do was share the gospel. I'm even getting fired up right now. That's Come pretty on. cool. Um, and so I I love that that time. It was very special, and the Lord was moving. And I remember I'll share this last little tidbit. Yeah. Um, 
uh, and I guess actually it goes kind of with the move of God. Yeah, um, yeah. I remember I wanted more, mm. and I knew now I was now I was walking the straight and narrow. Now yeah. I was I was following the Lord, yeah. but very new, right? I was fifteen yeah. years old. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but, at fifteen, you know everything. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. you know everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Today's fifteen year olds, right? Yeah, yeah. And I remember. Um, I would do a routine. Yeah. I would have my workout in the morning. Mm-hmm. I would go practice basketball. Then I would come home, take a shower, and mm-hmm. eat. And this time, no one was home. Yeah. We were at the apartment. Yeah. And uh, I was going to the shower. And in order to go to the shower, I crossed by my room. My sister and I mm-hmm. were sharing. Mm-hmm. And I had my video games, my TV right there. Yeah. And I would play worship music off of my... They had a YouTube access. Yeah, so I would yeah, play yeah. worship off of it yeah. at the time. So this is maybe two, three months. And I remember it was summer. Yeah. And... Um, all of a sudden, I walk past one day and I mm. just draw. It was the spirit, I know. Yeah. At the time, I didn't know yeah. to go and pray. Mm. I didn't know what prayer looked like. Yeah. I didn't know what the move of God looked like. Yeah. I, all I knew is this is what I needed to do. Mm. And so I went right there and I began to just start with one song. Yeah. I would play the song yeah. and I would pray whatever came to my mind. I can't really yeah. remember. Yeah. And yeah. that was a move in my life that I would say, I mean... I ch- it changed forever. Yeah. Once I started adding prayer, yes. I really saw a different level yes. of growth that yeah. came out of that. Yeah. And um, as I look back on that, it's encouraging to see today yeah. the things that you you may be experiencing or facing today. Mm-hmm. It makes sense because of how mm-hmm. far you've come. Yes. So um, I don't want to jump the gun. So no, kind of no, yeah. that's... Yeah. Um, so anyways... Uh, and then another little tidbit, yeah. I'm an engineer, um, work out of LA, but um, since we can work from home, exactly. so live here in Bakersfield. So you so got your degree? Got my degree in engineering. Engineering, went to Cal State, Bakersfield. And oh, then um, 20, I, 2015, then I graduated 2019. Wow. And so- And you're married now. Married now. Mm-hmm. Beautiful Emily, yeah. uh, Nicole Duran. Yes. I almost said Thompson. Uh, <laughs> and she's- Still getting used to it, right? Still getting used to it, right? Uh, four years later. No. I know, right? I'm coming up on four years. You're kidding uh, September me. September will be four years. No, you're not. You know what's funny? They're, you're saying you got to be kidding me. Is uh, We went to a wedding the other day and her, my Emily's aunt yes. said that I thought it was a year. <laughs> We're like, come on now. It's not that little. Yeah. It's been, it's been almost Bro, four it years. Bro, it feels like I just went to your wedding maybe two years ago. And you're at four? Almost be at, we're, we're wrapping up four. Or I should say wrapping up. We're in the middle of four. Oh my gosh. So this September will be five. Right. We'll be going on to year five. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I can't believe it. I, again, I know we're in January, right? Yeah, yeah. But well, it's we're like, basically yeah. February. Yeah. January, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. At the end of it, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh my goodness, my brother. And she's she's pregnant, uh, six months. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just so thankful. God, is, God has done so many amazing things. So you have a lot of things going on in your life, my brother. You yes. have a lot of things going on in your life. And man, because I've known you since you were born. Mm-hmm. And to, so to see you and what God's been doing in your life, honestly, to me, is is a blessing. It really is. To see how God's touched your life, yeah. how, how you've allowed God to touch your life. Yeah. And that's huge, right? right? Allowing God, wanting God, hungry for God to touch your life. So that surrender. Yeah, right. That's good. That's a good word. Yeah, so, it is. And yeah. it's it's not really illustrated well enough in our lives. Mm-hmm. We can say it. But then walk away from it, right? Yeah. You know, which kind of goes to our topic today, my man, It is a move of God. Yeah. You know, it's not a coincidence. I got this title yesterday during our staff meeting. I say it's not a coincidence because this is something you and I have talked about in our in our um, times together. You yeah, and I, yeah. Just you and I. 
And to me, the top, the the, the subjects we want, to, we're going to hit the first one is being prayer, and it's not a coincidence. You said that right. that that's you weren't necessarily taught that, but you were drawn to it. I was it. drawn to it. If we take a step back, right, we yeah. think about it. Okay, like hearing you preach, hearing my dad and my mom in their own home, I guess yeah. preaching, if you will, and yes. sharing us the truth. Yes. Hearing Pastor Paul preach in yes. any minister, because yes. I was always there in in the church, right? Yeah. I still didn't know what actual prayer looked like, but being drawn to it. Mm-hmm. And, and what's interesting, yeah. I guess to give a, a little different perspective is I've been noticing some of my friends. Um, so I'm 26. So um, I'm mostly the oldest of my friends. So okay. 26 and under. And they're saying uh, they're having this draw. They're being drawn. They're mm-hmm. being one, one of my friends said, I wish I could be in church seven days a week. Yeah, he would yeah. never say that, and I believe I said that to you before. No, you have not. No, I haven't said that. New. No, that's new. He said seven days a week, and I was like, "Okay, the, there's a move of God, and the Spirit is drawing us." Mm. And so, um, another couple of our yeah. uh, younger guys at Powerhouse Church have shared again. Yes. We did this in 2021, the end of 2021, but yeah. now beginning this year. Yeah, they've been calling for the. The prayer at church again mm. uh non what would you call it non-affiliated non yeah. like official event yeah i just want to go and pray yeah and it's like okay yeah that's not i don't want to say it's not normal but that that's the only way you can really categorize that is yeah. that is a move of god yeah. the spirit is drawing people yeah you know and to me it reminds me of samuel in the book of samuel where god is calling his name samuel he gets up and doesn't know it's God calling him. And Eli, the prophet's like, after three times, like, Whoa. that's God. So next time he says, next time you hear his name, next time you hear your name being called, say, Lord, it's I, your servant. Amen. What is it do you want? Wow. And to me, that's what prayer is. You know what that's I mean? <laughs> God, this is Zachariah, your yeah. servant. What do you want what me to pray? What do you need, Lord? What do you need, yeah. Lord? Yeah. And I think that's what God's doing. He's calling our name, right? And he's calling our name to, to go into the church to go pray. Wow. And, and, you know... I have a question that kind of goes with prayer yeah, yeah, is, yeah. is it powerful enough? Is prayer powerful enough? And, and what do you say to that, Zachariah? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's funny. <laughs> I wrote, it's the most powerful weapon we have as Christians. Wow. The most powerful weapon. If you can describe prayer in, you, in your life personally, what would it look like? To me, I have a little closet. Yeah. If, if you've seen uh, War Room, yeah, you'll yeah, know. Yeah, I do. I do. I did see. I love that Amazing movie. movie, by the way. I, love that movie. I, I was, a, let's say, a, a hater, if you will. I didn't. <laughs> have you ever seen Pure Flicks? I have. They're kind of cheesy. Yeah. So I was maybe a little hater in that. And end. if you haven't watched Pure Flicks, we're sorry about that. Some of those movies are a little cheesy. They are a little cheesy, but they're good. The <laughs> they're message good. is good. They're right? good. They're good. Right? They're good. Um, yeah, Lord, Lord help us all. Lord help us. Um, <laughs> by the way, they've came. They've come out with the Samson one. The production looks really good. You're kidding. So I think they're really moving up. Okay, so good. We gotta check that out. We gotta check, check it, it out. out. Side note. Got, um, it. Got it. But in that movie prayer room, Emily finally convinced me. Mm-hmm. Um, in that little spot, yeah. um, she has her stuff on the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got her scriptures. She's got. Oh, that's right. I like. I like the when the older lady has. Um, uh, all the prayers that were answered. Yes. So I've been I've been trying to incorporate those things. That. Yeah. The, those are important. Those are really important to remind ourselves. And so I have a little, mm. uh, just a closet that's yeah. um, in our our bedroom, and uh, 
I find myself there probably 95% of, well, since I, we just moved, probably about 95%, that's where I'll pray. Okay. Um, and what it looks like too is I grab my, my little Bible here. Mm-hmm. I'll have a notebook, yeah. little journal. Yeah. And then um, I'll bring in um, either through uh, the Apple Music yeah. or um, Spotify. Yeah, or I'll bring in worship. Yeah. And and I think lately the last little pieces lately I've been trying to add the okay just waiting and resting for the Lord to move you yeah, know yeah, yeah and every time He does and so that's interesting you say prayer is also waiting because that's so again we know that's part of the element of prayer but I've never heard anyone mention it about prayer mm. you're, you're going to converse with God but you're also going to wait for wait. God mm. that's what because that's what I, you just yeah, basically yeah. are saying and you I'm just describing that out loud you're reminding me of scripture in Ecclesiastes. Um, I think it's in like Ecclesiastes 4. I'll see if I can find it real quick as we're talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, or is it 3? There's a part in here where he says, um, how does he say it? Basically, I'm a man. Yes. God is God. Mm-hmm. So therefore, my my words should be few. Mm-hmm. And and uh, it's in here. It's in <laughs> chapter 2, <laughs> 3, or 4. You'll find it in here somewhere. In Ecclesiastes. In Ecclesiastes. Okay. And um, I remember thinking about that. I was like, that impacted me years ago. And then yeah. pastor said it recently, like as yeah. of a couple of Sundays ago. Yeah. Sometimes the Holy Spirit says, just don't move. That's right. He did say that. Don't, don't talk. Mm-hmm. Maybe silence the worship or put it on lower. Right. 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 And just allow the spirit to move. And mm-hmm. I think the challenges, to be honest, Brother Matt, is because I'm not saying I do it perfect. Not by sure, any stretch sure. of the means. Sure. Trying to walk that We're out. We're all growing. We're all growing, right? We're all growing. I, I think of the... We live in the natural, mm-hmm. and so I see mm-hmm. you, you see mm-hmm. me, yeah. but the Spirit is here. Mm-hmm. We can't see Him. Mm-hmm. Those who are super sensitive probably could, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't, uh, I'm not going to put out there and say I can, yeah. but He is, and in that prayer room, to have that faith and trust, okay, God, I know you're moving here, right. instead of allowing your mind to wander or right. allowing right. you to become fixated on your circumstances mm-hmm. or your your areas around you or then your circumstances yeah. outside the yeah. prayer room mm-hmm. and so oftentimes i find um it is a little bit of a um a war room if you will yeah and so so trying to allow the spirit to move in that place yeah that's just kind of the thought i have what is the war do you think what is the war you know what i mean and i, I say that because it's a question because again we're talking about a move of god and the first subject we're bringing up is prayer what about prayer makes it war, would you say? And let me add this. As you're getting, you're getting the thought process, I'm going to go ahead and say one thing. We know it's the enemy. Yeah. He's going to resist our declarations. He's going to resist our requests. Right. He's going to resist the things that the scriptures that we're standing on, mm-hmm. right? Or maybe you're not even standing on scripture. You're pouring your heart out like Hannah in the scriptures. She, she can't get pregnant, pregnant and she's crying out to God, God, I, I'm tired of being scorned by women. I want to birth a child. Yeah. And then she makes a promise. If if you give me a child, I'll give him to you. Mm-hmm. And it isn't like the That's enemy true. to attack that because yeah. Eli the prophet says, woman, get that booze away from you. Yeah. And she still remained content and humble and said, sir, I'm not drinking. I'm just pouring out my heart before the Lord. Wow. It wasn't, she never quoted one scripture. She wow. just poured her heart out. Right. And to me, the I say war because it's not the, the enemy. There's an enemy out there. Yeah. He, yeah. he doesn't want us or an answer to receive answers from God, you know? And so again, I mentioned the war. Yeah, yeah, no, it's really good. There's a war because 
I don't want to sound too spiritual, but the spiritual realm, pastor says this all the time, yeah. is more real than the physical. Yeah, and that's not spiritual. I think a lot of people don't understand that. Maybe they don't understand. Yeah, thank you for that correction. Um, if we could, if you said this too recently, yeah, if you yeah. could see outside the yeah. real war going on, oh, man. it would make sense why yeah. prayer is yeah. a war, you know, or maybe a battle or, yeah. right, the Lord's already won the war. Yeah. Why you may face... Uh, battles in your emotions, mm-hmm. your mind, you know, like you said, the enemy coming against you. Yeah, no, you're right. The emotions are pretty strong. Yeah. And we both understand, and a lot of <laughs> listeners who are listening understand how how strong they can feel. And, and it almost feels like they're winning the battle in our lives. Mm. And they shouldn't be. And they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. And, and that's the, I think that's a, a prayer too I've been praying for is wisdom mm. in how, and discernment of well, really where... Where, where I'm at, you know, and yeah. so I would encourage, you know, listener, if you just pray for that wisdom, pray for that discernment, yes. especially in, especially when you have your own quiet yes. time, you know, yes. so. And it's interesting that you say that because now you're talking about a different kind of prayer. We're talking about different kinds of prayer. And we know there's different kinds of prayer, right? right. right? There's prayers where we're just conversing with God and there's prayers that you're declaring Amen. using God's word. And now you're talking about where you're going to pray where you're asking God. Yeah. So yeah. different, types of prayer. different types of prayer. And again, this is how the move of God yeah. happens in our life when we can discover there's different kinds of prayers. And I'm, I, we can't sit here and tell you, oh, there's seven kinds of prayers. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about that. We're just talking as, as we grow in our relationship with God, yeah. we're discovering this on our own, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, you, for sure. And you're saying that but you're asking, in your prayer, you're asking God for wisdom. That's good. You know what I mean? That's good. Or in another previous prayer, you're just thanking, you're just thanking God. Yeah, exactly. Time. It's just all worship, you yes. know, because I've definitely had those yes. times of prayer where, and Pastor Cindy said this too, which was really affirming was, she's all, I go into prayer, mm-hmm. I don't say a word. I'm, yeah. It's just all worship. Mm-hmm. And then I feel a release of the spirit, if you will. Yes. And then she goes on. And it's yes. like, and that's a great point that you said. So when I was 15, right, yeah. I prayed a certain way. Yeah. I think about 1 Corinthians 13 when I was a child, you know, I did things as a child. Now yeah. as I've matured, my prayers are different. My prayers are, mm. you know. I like that. They're what may be me wanting to hold on to the. You yes. said this too. Actually, yeah. last year you said this. Now our prayers are a little bit more, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit longer. Maybe a little bit more desperate. Maybe they're, maybe they're a little bit more honest, you know, yeah. and walking yeah. out of authority. And so actually that just hit me, you know, like, <laughs> like, whoa, okay. So it's okay that our prayers don't look the same mm. even a year ago. Yeah. And they really shouldn't. And, when they, you, sh- and they shouldn't. They shouldn't when you think I, about it, when you're saying I, that. I think that that's probably something that I wrestled with because I thought something was, I don't want to say wrong with me or yeah, something yeah, yeah. was, something was... Mm-hmm. Not right. Right. There you go. Maybe that something was not right. But in yeah. reality, my prayers were just going deeper. Yeah. You know, I'm so used to saying, staying at that level when it needs to go deeper. And, and you're right, because sometimes we get distracted by not seeing the prayer answered like right away. And so all of a sudden, desperation mode comes, right? And now it's like, you don't want to just pray about anything at this point. You want to pray the right things. Yeah. And you said that for wisdom. And sometimes we need prayer. I'm sorry, we need wisdom in our prayers because sometimes we feel so desperate. God, will you just do it? God, will you just... He doesn't, he doesn't answer to desperation. Mm. He answers when, when the heart is humbled, right? Amen. I have a scripture here in Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 7. And again, it says, don't worry about anything and stay, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. So you're telling God, you're asking God what you need. And I love this part. And then thank him 
for all he has done. Amen. So if there's like a blueprint for prayer, it's just it's right, right here. here. Yeah. It says, then, oh, this part I love, buddy. This is the, then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. And his peace will guard your hearts and your minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Amen. So again, this is a formula. It's a blueprint for prayer. Yeah. If we're going to experience moves of God continuing in our life, it's kind of predicated on this verse Amen. and other verses as well. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I love this one here, because, and I also have a saying beneath that a little quote here. God invites us to humbly bring all of our needs to him, mm-hmm. right? Because, but as you make your request, remember to offer thanks for what he has given. He has given. So and, and you expressed that earlier. So good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can't forget that. And we can't. We can't because we get so, so fixed on, man, I really need to be, if you're dealing with fears or dealing with anxieties or we're dealing with problems in our marriage or we're dealing with problems at our job yeah. god he, my boss is still bothering me god i'm still not getting not got that raise god my husband is still this way my wife is still this way and it's like at that point you know where's the peace yeah. that should be guarding our, our hearts yeah. and minds right that's good and it's because i'm telling you now he goes if when we look are we bringing everything to god mm-hmm. it sounds like we're not if we're if we have that heart right if we're saying this out loud right um it says tell god what you need okay do that thank him for all he's done mm-hmm. If we got to be in a constant state of thankfulness, then stay there. Yeah. Then just stay, stay there. there until your prayer gets answered. That's so good. You know what I mean? S- staying, staying in that rhythm, staying in yes. that flow, you know, that's yes. so good. Yeah. So often you said it, it's not answered right away, right? And some are. Let's say most are. Most are. Yeah. Most are. And, yeah. Most are, and, yeah. and not answer the way we think, yeah. right? No. Okay. Now, now you went a little deeper. On a little deeper. Honestly, I think a lot of people are experiencing that. God will not always answer our prayers the way we think. Oh man, that one really is for for me too. I'm yeah. really, for I'm me. thinking it should be a certain way, and yeah. God's like, I'm answering. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah, and I have that scripture real quick too. Go for uh, sure, man. Just go in conjunction with that yeah. is uh, uh, Psalm one sixteen verses oh, two yeah. through four. I love Psalms. Yeah. Oh, um, because. It says, because he bends down to listen, this is the NLT, oh, I, I will yeah. pray as long as I have breath. Death wrapped its ropes around me. The terrors of the grave overtook me. I only saw trouble and sorrow. Then I called on the name of the Lord. Mm. Please, Lord, save me. And it's like, it's, we're so often, um, good. how that, I'm thinking about the connection and, yeah. and the staying in that rhythm just because our prayer isn't answered right away. You know, I think about David and how mm. he was actually praying. Death was surrounding him. His enemies were wanting to kill him. And he was literally <laughs> saying that because that's what's happening. That was happening. And we're over here. This was me the other day praying for, oh God, I need another job. Yeah. I need it. <laughs> I want, so we, you know, we have like this like this little bullet points of, of like expectations for our next job, right? It's not happening. And I don't know if people understand this, but David was pursued by Saul for 15 years. Wow. 15 years. If I did not know for that. His, for his life. So to a majority, kill him. To kill him. Wow. So majority of the Psalms were written during that time where he was hiding in a cave, had no, had no water, had no food because he's hiding wow. for his life. And the, some people say that that's a minister in training. You know what I mean? So hearing that, all that heaviness and hiding in the cave and having nothing to eat or, or, or eat or drink, right? Wow. And there he is. It's a minister in training, always thanking God, always realizing the depths of how God is. It, it, yeah. Oh, and, and honestly, if anyone's ever experienced something so hellish in your life and you're going through something so deep and so full of despair, 
just know that's where God is the closest to Amen. you, man. Amen. He is the closest oh. to you. And that scripture to me is oh. is only evident because we can relate to David. David. Yeah. We can relate to a man. Read that one more time, sorry, but if you yeah, don't mind. Yeah, yeah. Is Psalms what again? Uh, Psalms 116 verses 2 through 4. It's the NLT. Because God, because he bends down to listen, I will pray as long as I have breath. Mm. Death wrapped its ropes around me. The terrors of the grave overtook me. I only saw trouble. I saw only trouble mm-hmm. and sorrow. Mm-hmm. Then I called on the name of the Lord. Please, Lord, save me. Mm-hmm. And it keeps going. I guess I could just pull up because it's. And then it's. You're right. It's a declaration of thanksgiving afterwards. Is it really? He goes beyond. Um, let me pull that up real yeah, quick. Yeah, go for it, to, man. Go for it. It's a pretty short one. Um, and then he goes right after. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yes, our God is merciful. Um, it says, for you have delivered my soul from death. That's verse uh, eight. It says, I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. That's verse mm. nine. I'm just paraphrasing, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. He goes, uh, uh, what, what shall I give to the Lord for all his benefits toward me? You know, yeah. so he's, not only is he, he's staying in that thankfulness. He's staying in that place of, yeah. of trusting. And so, yeah. And I, I love the verse 10. He says, I believed, therefore I spoke. And so again, we could talk about his transgressions. We talk about like those obviously his his sins, right? He talked right. about that, his his conf- his conflicts and you know, all those different things going through. But the title that I have in Psalm one one sixteen in my Bible is Thanksgiving for Deliverance from Death. Yeah, that's mine too. Yeah, yeah, New King right? James. Yeah, yeah. And it's like here he is. I mean, he's experiencing hardship, like honestly, like what we feel at times. Yeah. And maybe we don't feel it at times. Maybe it feels constant, right? Mm. And and yeah, it feels like death, bro. We we do feel things that it feels like death feels like- has, has surrounded his tentacles around us, if you will, right? Yeah. And we feel like we're going down with a ship. Wow. Right? But yet David feels the same way. He says, my way out is thankfulness. It's thankfulness. And, and, and prayer. <laughs> and prayer. And prayer. And prayer. Exactly. And I just exactly. think, man, I mean, we can continue going on. But let's move on to the next one if yeah, we really yeah, quick yeah. here, my brother. The next uh, topic for a move of God in our lives is humility. humility. You know, and I have the question with that is what is it? What is, what is humility? Humility. I heard this from somewhere. I will not take credit for it. Okay. But this, once I heard this, it changed the, my outlook on humility. And right now I'm in a, a season of God really birthing humility. Mm, I love Just it. being honest, I, yeah, was, I was in a place of 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 thinking that I was really doing well. And don't get me wrong, you know, we can probably feel and sense and we're we're walking yes. in the spirit and, yes. and and walking in power. But there's a time where that becomes prideful, right? Yeah. It, it, it yeah. can let me rephrase that. It can become prideful, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the word says pride yes. before a fall be wait. Pride pride becomes pride. before a fall. Yeah. Yes. And does. so I heard this in uh Galatians chapter five. Um it's talking about the fruit of the spirit. And it lists all of them, love, joy, peace, uh, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, Mm self-control. Against such, there is no law. But I heard this and says, and it really kind of encapsulates humility for me, for me, I should say. He says, the person says, I believe that humility is is one of these. It's just, you can't see it. It's right there hidden because humility doesn't want to be, you don't want to be seen. You know, (laughs) you remember that? I do. I do. I was like, whoa, you're not putting yourself down. But you're raising others before yourself, mm-hmm. and you wanna you wanna lift them up. You don't you don't mind being seen. Yeah. You don't care about being seen. Yeah. Your heart is for the Lord, and yeah. And Jesus, yeah. all throughout the Beatitudes, right, or yeah. maybe the next chapter, 
don't let your right hand let, let oh, before yeah. where your left yeah. hand is don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing and then mm. those other uh, examples he gives and to me that's a really good example too about humility i think I, this is why my personal belief too is humility is a gift of the spirit Amen. you just don't know it mm. humility is a fruit of the spirit you just don't see you just it don't see it you know what I mean? Isn't that good? <laughs> I do, my brother. I do. And the definition of humility is freedom of pride. Oh, that's good. Freedom. Freedom of pride. Freedom of pride. So that means you're, you're walking in a state of, I don't know, you know, we could talk about thankfulness. We could talk about he's walking or he or she's walking in a state of just gratitude. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I believe also too, and also to me, again, I don't have a dictionary in front of me, but also means it's just like, I don't want to be noticed. Mm. I'll do all this work. But I don't want to be, I don't want to, I don't want to be in front of people saying that yeah. this Zachariah did this or Matthew did this. Yeah. But I want to help. Yeah. I want to help. And especially when you know that it wasn't Matthew, it wasn't Zachariah. Right. The Lord worked through me to do yes. it. You know, he's like, yeah. I can't do this on my own strength. Yeah. You know, Peyton said something to me because I mentioned unity. He goes, man, brother, you love unity. I said, I do. But honestly, tied with unity is humility. Mm. I love those two words when they're, when they're tied together, humility and unity. I love they to see, are. yeah, I do, my brother. I love seeing unity in family, but I love seeing unity in the body of Christ. Amen. But with that, I love seeing humility. That we work together and no one cares who gets credit for yeah. the, the weeds being pulled out of the church That's parking so lot. No one cares about who painted the church or who came up with a new logo, you know, to help this. Or advertise. who's on the pulpit. We're all, exactly. it's all, you know, like the, a the lead, the lead worship for the worship yeah. team, and they're yeah. awesome, right? It's like, I don't want to be seen. I prefer, in fact, I prefer not to be seen. Mm. You know what I mean? Like Jesus. Mm. He, by, um, Isaiah prophesied that he'd be the kind of person you wouldn't recognize in the crowd. Wow. He's going to do great things, <laughs> but you would never recognize him in the crowd. Wow. You can only identify him with, it, with his eyes when you make eye contact. And you know. And you, oh, then you know. That, that one right there is my next standing up right there. I know, right? Then you know. Wow. Yeah. That's and that's so what Isaiah cool. said. You would only recognize them basically when you make eye contact with them. Like like John the Baptist, he said he he'd uh, described him. I he's un, I can't I'm I'm unworthy to unstrap his sandals, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden he's before him. He goes, "This is him. This is the son. <laughs> this is the son. This is, this is the son of God." Yeah, and no one recognized him. Wow. Think about that. There's a bunch of people getting baptized in that moment, right? Right. I forgot what river it was. Maybe um, the Jordan. Maybe. Jordan. Maybe the Jordan River maybe. that he was John the Baptist was baptizing. And no one recognized him. It wasn't until here he was in front of John the Baptist. This is him. Wow. This is him. Wow. And no one knew. Wow. No one knew. That's how, again, to me, the picture of humility. Wow. Is our Savior. No one even no knew. No one even knew it. He wasn't dressed with, with beautiful garments, didn't have a Rolex watch, didn't have Gucci, didn't have the name brand nothing, my brother. Coming with pride and, and saying, it's me, you know. Didn't say anything. Yeah. Didn't even recognize him in the crowd. Yeah. Wow. Again, and you're right. And to emphasize the point, I mean, to emphasize this, on the was it the, on the Passover, he rides in on a donkey, mm. not a noble steed, not some kind of chariot, on a donkey. And the Bible says, "Lowly he came, lowly on a donkey." Wow. And then they put palm leaves before him, crying out, "Hosanna in the highest!" On a donkey, on a donkey. And then, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, when when Joseph put Mary. On an animal, I believe that was, he was also she was also on a donkey. Oh wow! So you just see humility threaded all, all his way. life, all through his whole life. Really painting the picture for us to that example to follow. Yes, you know, yeah. And I, there's a scripture too. You reminded yeah, me over, about man. that. Um, I just read it today too. Uh, Psalm one, Psalm one thirteen, and it says uh, verse 
We'll do first four through six. It says, The Lord is high above all nations, his glory above the heavens. So he's the he is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. There's no one like him. Yeah. Who is like the Lord our God who dwells on high? Yeah. Yet here, verse six, who humbles himself to behold the things that are in the heavens and the earth. And that's us, right? And the wow. earth. He humbles himself to stoop down and be involved in our lives. And it, I just when I think about that, it reminds me of this um well, that's a, um, that's a separate thought. I just yeah, want yeah, yeah. to share that part. Like, man, God so much cares and loves for us. And he yeah. humbles himself to be involved in our lives. Yeah. And he's the king of all, all kings. Yeah. This, what is the universe in the span of his hand? Yes, right. And he's named all the stars in the sky. And he cares about you and he cares about me. Exactly. And now let's talk, we talk about Christ's humility. Let's talk about our humility, right? I have Proverbs chapter 11, verse 2. When pride comes, then comes shame. But with the humble is wisdom. wisdom. And that's where real wisdom comes is through humility. humility. God, I can't, I can't do it on my own, Lord. God, I, I need your strength today. Lord, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need your wisdom today. And Lord, in fact, I won't make a decision unless you tell me what that decision is. Amen. Well, I got to do this. I got to do this. No, no, no. God, I, I, I just, I'm not going to get overexcited or overzealous. Lord, I'm going to wait on you today. Amen. Real humility, right? Amen. Just Not just waiting. But waiting on yeah. humility. I mean, yeah. waiting in humility for wisdom. That's you, good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it's good. And it's funny you brought that up too. Um, I was thinking about how uh, you said verse is chapter 11 verse, verse, two. verse two. Okay, yeah. I just want to see. When pride comes, then comes shame. Both the yeah. humble's wisdom. There's um, the Final Quest book written yeah. by Rick Joyner. Yes. One of the most, apparently one of the most sold Christian books of all time. Yes. That, and it's, not uh, very, it's not a very big book. Not yeah. a very big book. Would highly recommend it. Um, yes, absolutely. I think I'm about halfway. Yeah. Well, there's, he, in the story, I just wanted to highlight this one thing. Yeah, it's go about for it, humility. Yeah, do it. Um, he's climbing this mountain. They come back down mm-hmm. and they have the armor of God. And this is a dream, a vision or a dream he had? Correct? This is the, the seven part vision slash dream he had. Okay, and okay. So, this is probably vision or dream three, I want to say, yeah. or four. Yeah. And as as in this whole scene, right, he mm-hmm. sees a battle and all this stuff. Um, he's coming down. The, all these Christians are in the full armor of God. They're, yeah. they're, they're safe, sanctified. They've been in the presence of the Lord and mm-hmm. they go out. Yeah. And they're running out to meet the enemy in the battle. But they don't realize that their their backs are exposed. And, and the reason mm. being is because they weren't walking in humility. And, and, and in the in the vision, the Lord gives them a cloak, and humility hides, uh, basically protects them. Wow. And so I'm kind of butchering it a little bit, but yeah, the yeah. whole point was, um, the humility protected them. Humility protects us now from pride, from falling. Right? Uh, what is it? Be careful lest you fall. Yeah. You, you're, what's that scripture? Yeah. Uh, you're, you're, yeah you know what right. I'm trying to say? Yeah. 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 And it's like pride is always the thing that can sneak up and creep up, which is why the armor was exposed. Yeah. It, and you're right. That would stop a move of God. And that's what happened in this, in the book. All the soldiers, it's, it's phrased as they're, they're gunned down, so to speak. But it, mm. but it really means that they were, now they weren't able to walk in their full calling. Mm. That pride came in all sorts of forms. Yeah, sin, you know, and, and, yes, and arguments and, and all this stuff. And yeah. so, the enemy preyed on that because they didn't walk in humility. And everyone, I say everyone, forgive me. A lot of us like recognition. We like to, to let people know, hey, I did that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm responsible for that. 
Today's culture is permeated with that all over. YouTube's, you know, he's got the most views and social media, all these different things. And I get it if you're sending out a really good message. I get it. But when you're talking about humility, it's not seen. You right. right with the eyes, right, right, but it is there, wow. it's there, and again, the opposite again, it was pride, like you're talking about, and that will stop the move of God. Yeah. Um, I have a quote here um, There is only one way to hold the hand of Jesus, and that's with humility of heart. Let me read that one more time. There's only one way to hold the hand of Jesus, and that's with humility at heart. Jesus became low that we might become redeemed. Wow. So he was, before he became Jesus, he was in the throne with God. And the Bible says he was made low. He was made low. So we could be redeemed. And then he was exalted. And I thought, the Bible says he he left riches beyond measure. Beyond measure. So that he might become poor, that we might become rich. rich. Wow. And I'm thinking, that is the perfect vein, if you will, of humility. Mm -hmm. And I believe a move of God will be so thrust upon a person and they just continue to walk in that desire humility. Yeah, yeah. No, that's so good. I, I can't help but think of that song, uh, He Didn't Want Heaven Without Us. So yes. he came down. He yes. humbled himself. That's right. I mean, humility is everything. It humility is. is protection. Humility is, um, I would say, even like, uh, how would you say it? Um, a catalyst, if you will, because yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you can be able to walk in greater things because yeah. God knows. Yeah. He, he sees your heart then. Mm. You know, I was thinking about the story of Elijah. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But there was a part where God's like, do you, th- do you think that you're so necessary and so needed that I can't use anyone else? Yeah. You know, and, yes. and it's like, yes. that could be a form of pride getting in the way. Yes. And I, I want to be in a yeah. place, God, where, you know, I guess I'm, me and him are having this, you know, <laughs> he's, he's here, right? He's here. You know? yes. It's like, God, I want to be in a place that I do not, like you said, I don't care what the recognition. I don't, right. All I, I care about is is I'm doing the sign vertical, me and yeah, God. Yeah. That's Amen. all you know. I don't need, um, I don't need to be paid for it. I don't yeah. need to be, yeah. You know, because you think you know the the NFL, right? They'll do yeah. the Walter Payton Man. You're the yeah. Walter Payton Man Award of the Year. Yes. Um, and all the time, I can't. This always kind of rubs me the wrong way a little bit. But they always got cameras following them. And I get it. Maybe there's a contract for the NFL. They want them to follow. Yeah, you know, you say that you're right. You know, right. but it's like for me, and maybe it's easier to say it sitting here, but I feel like I would request, please don't bring any cameras. Right. Why? Why? This is not about yeah. getting recognition. This is about actually making the difference where you yeah. can. And, and, yeah. You know? Yeah. Does that make, have, kind of make sense? Yeah. Know, it makes perfect sense. And I wonder... Like, how do they hear about player so-and-so doing that? Does he, that person, submit what they do and say, this is what I do in hopes I get that man of the Walter Payton Man of the Year reward? Yeah. Or is it someone saying, you know what, Zachariah, doesn't, he won't say this, but, you know, he helps this organization and this organization, and he developed that organization to help the poor, the needy, whatever. So. If it's suggested... Then that I think that's all wonderful. So good. But if it's his own suggestion, it's so good. You know what I mean? There's something completely different. Yeah. I think about a. There's an example actually for Powerhouse. There's I won't mention whatever, but there yeah. was uh, certain individuals who would go to the church during the week and, and perform mm-hmm. things that are not seen. Yeah. And help and clean up and do these things. Right. No one knows. Right. No one uh, highlights them. Right. And but they're not there for that reason. Right. They're doing it for. To serve, to yeah. love, and the, yeah. and 
I, I don't know. I just, when I think about all of that, um, I was really, it really did impact me about the time when I was playing basketball. Mm. I used to be like, I, my dad would correct me a lot because I would want the, to be the best player. I'd want mm. to be the, and get the recognition, get yeah, the yeah. fame, whatever you want to call yeah. it, if you will. Yeah. And we were, we were pretty good at the time. Yeah. But I remember when the Lord got a hold of my heart, that changed. Yeah. And then I started reading the scripture, Jesus saying, don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. Mm. It's not about, you know, yeah. the people yes. saying, oh, you're so great. And then and all of a sudden my attitude started to change. Like it's a team effort. Mm. You know, the, that's how the Lord's kingdom is, right? It's, it's, like we it. serve each other. Yeah. It's not, it's not a, what can you do for me? It's what can I do yeah. for you? And, you and know? you're right. I think if there's an analogy that we can use about humility, it's, it's a team effort mm-hmm. where we're serving one another with no expectations, no expectations. Of, of getting anything in return. That's so good. Right. And that, I feel like that's probably the hardest thing really for the world to You're not getting anything in return. Yeah. I, I guess to be a little more personal too, I would sh- just share this story. And when I was working at the restaurant, there were times when um, people would give me zero tip. Mm-hmm. And the way that the, the thing would go is the process would go is, even if you got a zero tip, technically you paid to help serve them. Oh. It came out of extra tips because you got zero. Yeah. And I remember people would, because they could see, so this is not a recognition, they could see your receipts. Right. So right. They, it's not going to be hidden. Right. And they're asking me, like, are you, um, they didn't tip you anything. Mm-hmm. And then I was in such a place with the Lord where I didn't care. I said, yeah. you know what? Yeah. He's going to take care of us. Yeah. You know, he's thinking, he, God's going to take care of you. Yeah. He, it, don't worry about um, the, uh, I guess, the recognition, the yeah. being, like you said, um, retribution. Yes. Getting in return. Exactly. Why not? The scripture even says, I think it's in Corinthians. Why not be robbed? Why not be, uh, Paul says that, remember? Yes. Why not you be, I think I'm butchering a little bit. That's why not right. it be on your end that basically you take the fall? Why yes. not? And yes. so that really, so you can kind of see that I had a lot of work to do in my heart <laughs> because I was angry at first sure. and then I came to a place after God was tending that soil in my heart. Yeah, and it's interesting because one of the last things that we read that Jesus actually personally spoke to the Apostle Paul, we find in the book of Acts, I don't remember what chapter it was, but he says it's more blessed to give yeah. than to receive. And it was in red letters. And I think, you know, Lord, that's where I want to be in my life. Yeah. Every day, I don't want to think about the blessing part. I just want to give Amen. before, even before I can receive. That's so good. And to me, humility is that. And I have here, when, I, when you read Philippians chapter 2, verses 6 through 9, salvation is predicated on humility. Wow. It's, never, it's never predicated on Zechariah or Matthew. It's the suffering, the crucifixion, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. <laughs> never so about good. you or me. Never about, I heard this quote. This is for my message, but... I'll go ahead and give it to you anyways. Go for it, eh? <laughs> uh, I, wrote this, I read this quote by Richard Wormbrand, a, a uh, missionary. Sounds familiar. Yeah, he was, he was in prison for 14 years. I just heard about him the other day. Okay. Brother, gotcha. this guy is so awesome, man. Wow. He said this quote after coming out of prison. M- mind you, 14, 14 years, years, right? For just being a Christian. That's it. Never did not one thing wrong. He goes, God will not judge you on how much you've endured. He will judge you on how much you loved. Bro, I read that for the first time. I wept. This is this is on Monday, this past Monday. I read that. I had to share that with my family. Wow. It's not God will not judge you on how much you've endured. He will judge you on how much you loved. 
And this, and how how can a man who's in prison, my brother, for fourteen years, who his wife was also taken and his son was also killed, for Christ, and he's saying your life will be judged on how much you loved. And I'm thinking, if there's a picture of humility, Lord, that's it. That's it, right? That's there. it. And Lord, how can I walk in this? I shouldn't have to be in prison for fourteen years, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes what we go through feels like prison. Yeah. But yet our attitude should always remain. Oh, that's so good. How much I can love somebody else. Oh. Lord, I'm going through hell. And yes, I'm feeling the tears, the frustration. I can't go here. I can't go there. I just feel overwhelmed with anxiety. My marriage feels like it's on the rocks. I don't know, Lord. I don't know. But yet at the end of it all, you're saying, God, I love you. I love you. I love oh, you. Oh, that's so good. And, Lord, and you're still being lovable with others. Yes. Even when you're going through hell, yeah. and it feels like the flames of hell are on your on your life, they're on your in your bed, they're in your car. That doesn't you just feel it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and yet, wow. you're still saying, "Lord, I want to walk in love." So good, you know oh, what I mean? Man. And I think you know what that's our that's that's the heart of humility. And again, like, like was expressed in this quote, that is the only way you can hold Christ's hand is through the heart of humility. You can't hold it by saying, "God, I, I did this for you. I've been I'm a faithful tither." I've given up all this, Lord. No, God's like, Mm-mm. the moment you say what you've done, you're already, you're already out. Yeah. Humility is out the door. You should never have to point out what you've done. You should always point out what he's done. What he's done. <laughs> I just need to take that in for a second because <laughs> I just, again, I'll be honest. This yeah. morning I had to check myself, my, yeah. my attitude, yeah. you know. Sure. And the Lord really corrected me on that. And so yes. I think about... Um, that how much because i heard a similar phrase too when mm-hmm. when we get to heaven the lord's like what did you do with my son and, and the love i have for you yeah it's not about any of the other stuff yeah and so i just take that in i'm like wow you hear it all the time yeah taking your focus off yourself right. and what's going on right and just going out maybe mm-hmm. it's as simple as going to your neighbor yeah and you see maybe you see them out right they're doing the yeah. yard work and whatnot and, yeah and just saying hello and how can I bless you? How can I pray for yes. you? Maybe it's as simple as, um, I don't know. Um, there's a lot of things that we can go yes. and volunteer and yes. be a part of. Yes. But, but loving those people so well, loving our families and just being present in spite of all those things that are going on. Yeah, bro. You're talking about, to me, being selfless. Again, we still have two more to go on, but whether we probably won't get to it because we're already we're already like forty six minutes into it, and I'm like probably won't get into it. But I just think that when you're talking about what you just described there, I believe it's selfless, and it doesn't it doesn't have to start outside your home. It can start right in your own home. Yeah. With your, if you have a if you have <clears throat> listener, if you have kids, and honestly, you haven't been loving them correctly. Mm. Humble yourself first and foremost and apologize to your son and to your daughter and then make them their favorite make them their favorite meal yeah you know that you weren't there for them that you've been distracted you've been busy the past week the past month the past few years and i'm telling you humility will draw that relationship back and yeah. be even stronger it's good even stronger i've seen relationships restored between father and son by one word i'm sorry yeah it's two words technically but 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 i'm one sorry yeah, yeah 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 one message and it wasn't just, I'm sorry. It was, I'm sorry, and I promise I'll make a difference. Wow. I'll, I'll do it differently. I'm sorry I didn't mean to say that. I won't be mean again with my words. Because we're so mean with our words, buddy. Yeah. I realize that. Or or we don't say something, and we should have said something. You know, you did good today. Instead yeah. of, you know what, that wasn't good enough. Wow. You know what I mean? 
we give our best at times and sometimes as parents we don't reward them with their best it's like hey next time try this wow. you know next time do that because why we want as parents we want to see our kids be the best yeah yeah but that can overtake our dreams of our kids can overtake their dreams of them just being confident wow just be confident son just be confident daughter and going back to selfless you know again it starts at home and also it can start with ourselves yeah you know looking in the mirror and just saying lord what can i do for you today yeah. And not think about, hey, I'm going to wear this trendy jacket or i got these trendy shoes or whatever. And it's like, Lord, it starts in our walk with you, Lord. Man. You know, what can I change? What can I change today to please you? You're you know? me fired up. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, praise God. Let's go. Lord, wherever you want. You know, it's I've been coming back to that place. You actually encouraged. Um, I think you said this in the preaching. Yeah. Or maybe it's me and you one on one. But yeah. this prayer, you said that in the morning you would wake up. And he said, Lord, I've been walking with you for X amount of years. Yeah. Here's my heart again mm. today. Yeah. Here, that gets me even a little teary-eyed. Lord, yeah. here's my heart again. Yes. Yes. You know, and it's a daily commitment. And I I love um, the practical applications yes. and, and yeah. um, really walking that out. It really is so simple. Yeah. You know, and I'm just... I'm fired up, ready to go yes. when we leave this moment to go love on people. It's yeah. as it's as simple as that, you know. Yeah, it, it is, my brother. It, it, sometimes we make it com- again. We can make it complicated. Let's start with our first point because we don't pray enough. Mm. You know, our second point of humility. I think we question it mm. instead of walking in it. We question it. Wow. You know what I mean? It's, so it's like I don't, I don't get enough recognition. God, that's questioning humility. Yeah. And yet here's Jesus, set high with the Father, all things under His feet. Because he humbled himself. And again, salvation is a picture of humility. It's a picture of humility. And I think it's so wonderful that it's in Jesus' name that we're healed. Yeah. I think it's so wonderful that in Jesus' name that um, we're delivered. Mm-hmm. That in Jesus' name we can mm-hmm. walk in freedom. That in Jesus' name we can lay hands on the sick and they recover. Yeah. That in Jesus' name we can raise the dead. Yeah. I mean, we're not talking about something that's so far off, it's far-fetched. No, we're talking about a move of God. Amen. We're talking about a move of God. Okay. Jesus, people are still raising people from the dead. Yeah. Christians are still raising people from the dead. Let me slow that down. Yeah. And they're using the name of Jesus. Just the name. Just the name. Just the name. <laughs> Just the name. And people are saying in the blood of Jesus over a situation, over people's minds. And people's minds are getting restored. The blood, just speaking that out. The blood of Jesus over your soul. The blood of Jesus over your soul right now. Let it, peace be still. Over your soul right yeah. now in Jesus' name. Jesus. That's humility. When you think about humility with power, oh, baby. And I believe they go hand in hand too. Yeah. Unity, humility, power are on the same wavelengths. Yeah. They're oh, on the 100%, same 100%. wavelengths. When you yeah. walk in humility as a janitor, I believe there's a, there should be a janitor at Praise Center Church. Yeah, okay. Um, his name is David. I'll, I'll give recognition. His name is David Gutierrez. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I think he I remember he, this. Yes, yeah, yeah. he would sing and yeah. whistle and clean the bathrooms, bro. And yet he would see someone pass by. He had a hundred bucks for his person. Wow. He's, you know, God gave me, God led me to give you this hundred bucks. Give him hundred bucks. They're weeping. Another person passed by different times, of course. Uh, you know what? God has a word for you. What's your name? So, and she would say her name. You know what? God's going to use you in business and give a word. This is the janitor <laughs> whistling and singing unto the Lord, praising the Lord. Praising wow. the Lord. Wow. And I'm thinking that's humility with power. power. And I think we can all walk in that. We don't need to be recognized. 
Jesus never asked for recognition, but his name is recognized. The Bible is still the number one selling book in the world in all, all time. All time. And and right now. You're 100%. And, and right now. And right now. Well, we didn't get to our other one. Other two, I'm sorry. But you know what? It's okay. It's okay. I believe prayer and humility... Um, I think we spoke in depth to where people can really understand and really For partake sure. and really apply these, what we talked about in their lives. Yeah. I, they're definitely catalysts. Yeah. I would believe, I you know, so what, the other two are fasting and, uh, fasting and faith, fasting and faith. Right. So that'll be next week when you and Pastor Paul or whatever, oh, yeah, you know, whatever yeah, uh, podcast you guys have next, absolutely. I'll be going to tune into that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it might be next week. You and I again. Oh, okay, damn. It down might be. It. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Don't listen. Don't quote me on that one <laughs> because Pastor Paul, I'd be, they'd be going to town on their anniversary. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So on 27th, I believe wow. 27th, uh, wedding anniversary. What a beautiful picture. What a now. testament. And then your parents are on the 28th right now, right? They are. Actually, I think 29th, 29. I was about to say that really my parents, so you and Carol, 26 right now, Matt. And, I'm sorry. Uh, Pastor Paul and Pastor Cindy. Yeah. Again, uh, thank you for these wonderful images that we can, yeah. all of us can strive towards exactly. seeing these marriages. And so brother, I remember being at your, your state of marriage at four years old, four, four years old, four years, I'm four, sorry. Years, yeah. <laughs> four years, sorry, <laughs> four years. I remember looking at other marriages at Pray Center Church. And thinking, oh, Lord, will I ever get there? And here I am. Here we are, Carol and I, 26 years with two grandbabies, four, four daughters and two grandbabies. And I think, Lord, if that's a reward. Thank you, Lord. Amen. No, that's so good. Yeah, I, just oh. think, I think it's so wonderful. And that's move of God. Amen. We've allowed God, buddy, to move in our lives over the years. And I know that you're one that's facilitating that in your own Amen. life, your own marriage, and your Amen. own family with your soon-to-be daughter coming yes, out right now. Yes. And I just think, you know what, Lord? Thank you that that we're going to be, like you said, catalysts for a move of God in this generation. doesn't matter race, creed, gender, doesn't matter. A move of God in the body of Christ and outside the four walls of the church. I mean, what do you say on that? Yeah, I mean, 100%. You're reminding me of this last couple things. Um, I'll give credit. Daniel Brahas. He always shows me this. it's a group of people in Michigan. Yeah. They're uh, young, younger, quote unquote. They're, I think they're under 30. Yeah. And they have, um, I think it's called Met by Love. Yeah. They're all, you've heard of it. Yeah. Yes. And they're doing. They're deep. They're going deep, for it. Deep, deep. And they are wanting, they said the stat of Gen Z, and I know we have to wrap it up, so I'll try no, to No, you're fine. Quick. You're fine. Gen Z, the stat is 4% are following Jesus. Gen Z oh, would be, that's right. I think that's 1997. And yeah. younger, and yes, up, and up, right? Yes, four percent, and it's and that was taken in twenty nineteen, I think. Yes, sir. So yes, it was. Yes, so it was. the unfortunately, the stat is probably lower. Yeah, and but I think on the flip side, what a what a stage mm-hmm. for the Holy Spirit to move mm-hmm. through people. Mm-hmm. This move of God yeah. to be unlike anything we could ever imagine, bro. You're right. We should not be bored. 96% of that generation is untouched, untouched, unpreached, haven't gone to church. I think we have a wide open window for people, ourselves, to reach people. We should never be bored. We should never be bored. We should never feel like, oh, God, what, what can you do in my life? No, let's make, again, according with these prayer humility, let's go make an impact in somebody else's life somebody today. Else's life. Let's do that today. Let's walk like Jesus walked. And again, that's not Mission Impossible. It's mission possible. Absolutely. Through the Holy Spirit working through us. And so, buddy, let's just pray that. Would you yeah. mind praying? 
But the Holy Spirit, if people want what we're talking about, this move of God active in their life from this point to the day that Christ comes, that Holy Spirit would just move on people. Okay, absolutely, for sure. Father, we just thank you for this day. Thank you for this time, for this podcast. Yes. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you were present, moving in and through Mm -hmm. our conversation, through Mm -hmm. the words. Mm -hmm. Lord, I just pray, Holy Spirit, those who are asking and seeking yeah. for you to move in their lives, yeah. that they would take the next step, yes. Holy Spirit, and just simply invite you into their lives to be baptized yes. first and foremost yes. by the Holy Spirit, but also to now walk in that, yes. to um, to be impressed upon in their spirits mm-hmm. by you, mm-hmm. to hear your voice, to um, be carriers of your presence yes. wherever they go, Lord. Yes. Holy Spirit, I just see you walking beside us. Yes. Uh, ministering through us. Yes. Holy Spirit, I pray that we would do whatever it takes to mm, get to that point. That we right. would be willing right to there. sacrifice. That we would be willing to go deeper than yes. we ever have before. Yes. Holy Spirit, that you could move in those places. That this the song I heard this morning, that we would create that space yes. for you to move. Yes. If it looks like less TV, mm. less video games, yes, less God. phones, less yeah. social media and more love and seeking your presence and walking in humility and more time in prayer. Yes. Holy Spirit, whatever it takes. Yes. I pray that every listener listening, I pray for Brother Matt and myself. Yes, Lord. God, we need you so much. We do, Lord. We need you so much. We need an outpouring. Yes. We need a great revival in this last day. We, yes. Like Pastor Paul is going to share with us on Sunday, just a move of God that he experienced. Lord, I know that you've been sharing with me that yes. this thing is about to explode in your presence it's going to be a upper room experience worldwide that's right everyone is going to be able to experience this lord i know that yes um like the song says fear is not our future Mm. this destruction or these uh end times or these negative things are not our future right it is you and you alone it is jesus christ alone so Lord, lord i thank you that um you're coming into the forefront Mm -hmm. of our perspectives in this day and time yes I know that there's a lot of uh, doom and gloom spoken over mm-hmm, this mm-hmm, year, mm-hmm. N- not for the people of God. Amen. Like Pastor Paul's been saying, not yes. for the people of God. We refuse right. to accept that. That's right. And Holy Spirit, we um, ask, and I pray this. I pray this one special prayer, Holy Spirit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that we would see through Your lens. Yes. From this moment forward, that we would be reminded to pray for wisdom and yes. discernment. Yes. So that we can walk. In such a way that we are the light of the world. Yes. That we walk mm, in yeah. deep darkness yes. and we are not afraid for That's your right. rod and your staff. They come That's for us, Lord. Right. Yes. So we just thank you uh, for this day. Yes. I thank you for the just the stirring of your spirit yes. in this place, in yes. this um, time with Brother Matt. And I thank you for this opportunity to yes. share my heart and, yes. and to share what you've been depositing in my heart, Lord. And yes. um, I just pray that. Um, as we all go and, and as this podcast releases and mm. as the listener goes about their day, yeah, um, yeah. as we go about our days, oh, Lord, that you would fill us up and that yes. we have this one thought in mind. Lord, how can we serve and love you today yes. and love those people we come across? Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Listener, there you go. I know you were blessed today. So if you've felt any kind of resistance, you know, these past few months, weeks, years, whatever, just know it's been ta- it's predicated on what we talked about today. God's moving in your life. He's getting ready to do a good thing in your Amen. life. And the devil does not want it to happen. But guess what? He lost and he will continue to lose in your life. And you got the victory. Amen. Amen. Love you, listener. Thank you so much. And Zachariah, thank you for joining me, buddy. Thank you. Thank you God for having me. me. God bless. Thank you for joining us today. 
Power Talk podcast is brought to you by Powerhouse Church. You can listen on Spotify or download the Powerhouse Church app. If you would like to comment, need prayer, or want more information, contact us at powerhousechurch.us.